Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back for Special Forces World's Toughest Test, episode number eight. And we are ready for another tough test talking about Special Forces. And of course, uh, back with me, the woman who will never VW, we hope. It's Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? Yeah, Rob, I'm great. I will not VW or retire, as uh, Mike Piazza would put it mm-hmm. when when trying to VW. I'd like to retire. I'm here at this point. It's like the, you know, the end is in sight. Maybe not as close as I would hope it to mm-hmm. be, but uh, I, you know, like Mike Piazza, I am a team player, and I can't I can't leave you behind. Yes, so. I appreciate that. Would love yeah. to know from our podcast listeners, who I know would never quit listening to the podcast, but. How many people um, are still watching the show? <laughs> A Anybody? raise of hands, please. Anybody? If you're still watching Special are. Forces, I don't want to get inundated by all the people who are not watching Special Forces. But hey, I'm still watching Special Forces. I know what you're talking about. I'm not just here for the podcast. Please let us there know. There are at least, I think, maybe five. Yes. Um, are there more people based- or more, more people in the show or uh, watching Ooh. the show? Now, I think after tonight's or last night's episode uh, that we probably have more people watching than left in the show, but it's close. they could have dropped off after this episode as well. So it might be even. I don't know. Jenny, that there's we have the four people and we still have what? At least two hours of the show left. Wild. Yeah. I, I really thought based on how many people are left and what more can they do? to uh, torture and traumatize. 
um, that we could only possibly have one more episode. We saw, I saw the I saw the preview for next week, and I I I'm like, this looks like finale stuff to me. Mm-hmm. And no mention of finale. And based on the dates that we've been looking at, we are expecting that this goes to March first. So yeah. What are they? What happens if two people leave next week? What or happens if they all leave? People? I don't know if we'll just like have like flashbacks or what. But you know the thing a is reunion when, when you cast a reality <laughs> TV show, the idea is you want sort of like colorful characters and big personalities. Uh, and sad to say, on Special Forces: Colon World's Toughest Test, we're not really left with the like most like energetic, charismatic crew of people that have ever been assembled. Wow. How dare you? Mm-hmm. I will say at this point, they're we've fine. Got they're four, nice people. <laughs> we've got four celebrities left and we have four special forces agents, the DS left. Yeah. And I will say it's one-on-one now. The, the, the special forces guys are giving me more. Yes. <laughs> like yes. they, they have become essentially the stars of this, uh, of this television show because they, you know, they're bringing it. They like bring they, it. They, they bring a lot of energy. <laughs> and, and these people are running out. Like these people, these celebrities that maybe had, you know, some vim and vigor and energy at the beginning of this whole journey are like quite literally depleted. Like we hear right. numerous times in this episode that they are running on reserve. Um, and I think that that will also translate to the entertainment value of the show, which again, this is supposed to be for entertainment right. question mark. Um, I, yes. So I think that that's impacting things as well. And in fairness to the four people remaining in this competition, they are running on fumes. Uh, mm-hmm. And so like totally understand why maybe they might not be bouncing off the walls. But Jenny, I I guess let me talk about something that I have never seen before in my years of watching reality TV. Uh, This was, um, you know, a very terrifying moment with Gus Kenworthy, who we know just from like uh, following like his appearance at the Grammys and whatnot, and that uh, he's fine. He's alive. He's alive. (laughs) He's okay. um, But I have never seen anybody experience uh, what he did at the end of this episode. And um, I also have never seen anybody like projectile vomit on my (gasps) television before. Really? I'm trying on to TV, think. I yeah. guess I feel like maybe I've seen it. I was certainly not prepared Where for it. Where did you it. see it? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, maybe I'm thinking of like, I watched a Real lot life? of Jackass. Yes. Like, okay. you know, um, I had to as, look a, away. as a teen. Um, but it, I guess it's not really something that you're seeing on like primetime television very often. Not often. Is, is, uh, is the projectile liquid vomit that I... You know, I watched the episode this morning uh, yeah. and uh, I, I needed a trigger warning. I'm one of those people that uh, does not do well by like the sound of somebody gagging is enough to get me going. Um, and not only that, the literal. Yeah, scene, let me play the clip. No, I'm just kidding. I'm OK, just kidding. thanks. Great. Oh. Let's do it. <laughs> It was rough. It was rough. Now, do you <laughs> yeah. think that Remy felt bad after? Did did Re- is this Remy's fault? Did Remy do this? Um. Well, I I still here's the, and this is my one of my many issues with uh, with this show is that like we didn't really get an explanation of what actually happened to Gus. Like it was explained that he like went into like anaphylactic shock. Um, 
there was a mention that he is that allergic is a fun to word bees. to say anaphylaxis it is it is yeah there's lots of uh fun syllables in that one i mean it's um, not, a, not fun a fun thing. To experience not yeah. a fun thing <laughs> but anaphylaxis i mean that sounds yeah. like i mean that's a pretty cool i feel like word. that's like uh you know like a new age uh baby name or something like i feel like someone uh, in utah is like for a baby naming anaphylaxis child anaphylaxis is his first name um, at, min, middle name phylaxis no, I or or you could like hyphen it like mm. A N A and then like hyphen like phylaxis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, but so like he gets what I believe was like some sort of EpiPen, EpiPen kind of situation or they said like we're going to give you adrenaline. Is yeah. that what EpiPen is? But I think so. So I thought that he was just choking on like dust the and sand. sand because they for those of the besides the five people that did watch the television show uh for those that did not watch it when he pays the man as as remy likes to make people do he has to do what hannah did last week similarly and get yourself completely wet and roll your ass in the sand and we're not mailing it in they remy tells him Put use your hands to put the sand on your face and your hair. Like I guess his him rolling was not getting um, an acceptable amount of sand on his face, mm-hmm. and he finished. And then he had to do like a million burpees. After he finished is out. when he started <laughs> when he started like coughing and choking. So my first thought was he inhaled. dusty sand because it's all over his face and he had to basically put his face in it so he's just choking on on sand but then it got really serious and they didn't really explain what the the allergic reaction was to and then they take him off to the like there's an ambulance run after they give him the EpiPen because there's apparently like the the risk of uh what was it like reverse anaphylaxis or like rebound anaphylaxis um i think that's what they said is like he had his little he expelled everything and then they and then he still did not feel well so they like let's take him to the hospital because he could have rebound anaphylaxis but then like no update like no no card i I know i know he's okay i saw him in those overalls baby but like they didn't even tell us like what actually happened to him and if he's okay. And I just, I take issue with that. I can't yeah. believe they yada yada this man. Like they yada yada. What yeah. do you think happened? Do you think that he got stung by a bee? That is possible. Are there a lot of bees out there? I mean, uh, I didn't see a single one. I didn't see but... any bees. He didn't react to being stung by a bee. Uh, but they left in the question about, are you allergic to uh, bee stings? Yeah, um, the doctor said you're allergic to bee stings. So they must they probably knew that on his medical chart. Or yes. whatever. But he didn't say, yeah, I got stung by a bee. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't seem to know what was happening. Yeah. So um, I would have liked an explanation of what actually happened. He okay. got medically evacuated. OK, um, how about uh, could it have been the lunch? Mm. It looked pretty rough. Uh, I would think that if the lunch was going to impact you, it would happen immediately on contact. That mm-hmm. lunch looked disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It looked like a like a really old expired bean salad with like maybe like 
cut up hot dog in it. It was mm-hmm. vile looking. Yeah. Maybe a Vienna sausage. Oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm seeing a interview with Gus Kenworthy. Uh, he okay. says that uh, he wanted to go back up a couple minutes after they administered the uh, ep- epinephrine. Epinephrine? 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 Yeah. That's like an anti... Uh, that sounds like a... I think it's epinephrine, head, right? Yeah. Uh, he says, I felt com- completely right? uh, fine and felt normal. Stone cold, sober, breathing fine. I was like, oh, you want to go back in? And they were like, uh, you can't go back in. There's a risk of a repeat anaphylaxis and we can't do it. That's said, the whole situation I, that doesn't very shock brief. me. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, he was doing very well. Like this was an episode where up until this point he was kind of killing it. And, um, you know, I, I think that he easily, if there was no risk of the, the rebound anaphylactic anaphylaxis that he probably would have gone back in, Mm -hmm. but like they weren't going to let Dr. Drew back in once he got himself properly hydrated. Mm -hmm. But I guess if it was only like a few minutes after they take him out, it's like, yeah, no, no. He no says back, uh, it was a weird thing. It started off as just a cough. I felt like I had something caught in my throat. I was coughing and coughing, couldn't get it up. And I actually, uh, I think that it was actually my throat closing. I didn't realize. Uh, it was just this really constricted feeling where my throat was basically closed up. It felt like something was there. It was getting harder to breathe. But Is this nope. what happened to Eric Stein with his esophagus? Mm-hmm. No, but Eric Stein <laughs> swallowed a chicken bone. Right. And then the chicken bone was just, well, maybe, okay, here's my question. Yeah. Did Gus Kenworthy swallow a bee? Did he swallow a bee? Oh my God. Was there there a dead bee or a half dead bee in the bean salad gruel food? Maybe. Okay. So maybe there was a bee flew into the food. He was so tired. He he didn't realize it. He ate it. It looks like it. Honestly, that whole uh, trough could have been filled with bees. Oh my God. I wouldn't have known the difference. This is nightmare fuel, Jenny. It is terrifying. I know the food looked disgusting and it easily could have just been bees. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and perhaps, you know, it's flying around in his esophagus and stinging him while inside. So he's literally choking on the very thing that can cause him an allergy. That yeah. is a special kind of hell. Well, Jenny, what's most ironic about this whole thing was that, okay, Gus apparently lost his armband at some point or he misplaced it and he came out flew away it flew away and so maybe the bees took it and so he mislaid his armband is what we're told yes he put it down at some point and he thinks that it it blew away okay while they were at the port all right um and so remy you know remy time to pay the man (laughs) does you think that remy has any time to pay the man merch out there (laughs) i i hope by this point that's like this is this man's catchphrase like this to the point where you know remy says to gus you know what's gonna happen and like Gus says, pay the man. I'm going to have to pay the man. Like, <laughs> they know. Mm-hmm. This is like, 
this has definitely been said more times than we've seen on air, yeah. for sure. Do you think that Remy should make like more of a spectacle of it? Do you think that he should come out with like the little like book of the check of like uh, like if when you go to a restaurant and then he should like put it on the table in front of them and then uh, like uh, like op- it opens it up and it's a bill and it's like uh, like uh, time to pay the man. Uh, <laughs> it's like, will that be cash or charge, sir? <laughs> so you're t- you're saying that like he has his own like voucher at like restaurants where it's like no he's no paying- with the recruits you have to like pay him? no oh, I think okay. uh, yeah he should make it more of like be a little bit more theatrical oh. with it I mean this is TV okay. Jenny he gives them a bill yes. like and he's yes. like now I am the man yes. and you are going to pay yes. the man and you choose your form of payment well I don't think that he would give them the choice of of form of payment okay. Uh, what he's, about, he's deciding that always. Okay, how about this? Okay, what about like okay. they have like um sort of like a like a little mailbox slot and then he likes <laughs> like they get an envelope and they open it up and it's like invoice. Oh, we owe Remy. Yeah, it's like man. going to the diary room and you get like the mm-hmm. envelope and you find out like what what's going on and you're like, "Oh man, I have to pay the man. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe like to get a phone. Man, 25 birthdays. And you're like, oh, notification. Oh, Venmo request from Remy. <laughs> uh, time to pay the man 400 burpees and I sand really in wonder, the face. <laughs> hope you don't choke on a bee. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I wonder how much he uses this in his everyday life. Um, he he could get himself paid so often, you know, mm-hmm. if he's just uh, dropping, you know, you got to pay the man and he's the man. So you got to pay the man. Okay. Yeah. I, I have to believe he's got a t-shirt at this point. He's a star. I will say somebody I told that, us that they were, saw him on like a different show. I, I, I like, Oh yeah. 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 He was in a, like a mo- a movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he? Or yeah. it was a show. Um, I also like, I think that at some point we we power rank the the uh, Marine Corps for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. well, let's do like, it right now. Like who you'd want to hang out with the most. So do let's wanna... see. Is he? Uh, yeah, here he is. He's uh, Remy uh, uh, Adelik, uh, ninety six thousand. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he is. Um, he is at Kijo Wear Founder, so he does have. Oh, he does have merch that is. Of pay course, the, he pay does. The man merch. Yes, it's time to pay the man. Okay, duh. Really? Okay, I need to see that. Where did you find this? It's Instagram. Okay, he's oh. a filmmaker. He's a WGA writer. Um, he okay. is uh, Bronx raised, Nigerian born, former Navy SEAL. So he's like a big, uh, a, a big deal. He is. Okay, wow. He's got yeah, he's got a whole website. Yeah. I mean, good for him. Just like a he, thing he does. He's got seasons of clothing, like on his website on Kijo Wear. Yeah, and he's got a book. Season. Oh my god. I saw him on um this was early in the season. Um, I think like right after the um the first episode maybe. And he did like a podcast with Dr. Drew and like Kate Goslin was there. He was on there. And then mm-hmm. I believe Montel Jordan. Oh, they, like, remember Montel them were, like, Jordan? 
Yeah, I know. They yada yada him too. What is with this? Um, but yeah, like I found this podcast on YouTube or something. It was, I think it was Dr. Drew's podcast and, yeah. and Remy was there and he's like, that, and that is why, well, part of the reason why I feel like if we're power ranking, like which of these, because I don't want to be around them in, in this context ever. Uh, yeah. I do not want them to make me do anything. No. Um, like I am, I am, I am a weak baby. I'm maybe not like, you know, get hypothermia from falling in a puddle week, but mm-hmm. like, right um, there, one step like up I, from that. I am. Yeah, like maybe one step up. Um, I I wouldn't want to do any of that. But like, I do think about like, you know, which of these people would I want to hang out yeah. with? And I think Remy's actually at the top for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think so. He would be the the best hang. I think of. I think it's I think yeah. it's between um, him and um, Rudy. Uh, I think. Oh, Rudy. really? Uh, Rudy's. Rudy's pretty bottom for me, actually. Really? I think I... I, And Foxy would be okay. I mean, Foxy is second for me. Billy would be the worst hang, but he's, I think, number one in the power rankings. 100%. Like, he is, like, he is the, you know, the head bitch in charge. Like, Mm -hmm. he, like... I am he's the head Billy in charge. <laughs> like I am terrified of this man. Um, and he just is so commanding. Um, so he's definitely like top power ranking. Absolutely. Um, but you know, he's gonna call me a Muppet. Like he's mm-hmm. going to berate me like at some point. For and sure. I just the vibes are not really yeah. that doesn't align with me. Whereas I think like Remy would be like a good time. He'll like He'll laugh. He'll make some jokes. And I think that he does have like a soft sensitive side. Like I've seen him like, you know, kind of show a little bit of like softness towards some of these people. Well, let's talk about that here with Gus, because what I was getting to was it started off where, okay, he mislaid his armband and Remy is trying to okay, got to pay the man. And then he's going to like try to make him learn his lesson. And you you compromise your whole team. You didn't keep track of your possessions and you need that armband because if you because without it, uh, we need that armband to we need to tell mommy that you indeed died. And then it came very close, and, right? Yeah, there there was like some weird um like connecting thread here uh with that statement of you lost your armband without it we will not be able to identify you to mommy when you die. <laughs> yeah. Then he literally gets like has goes into anaphylactic Put like a shock. curse on him. I know, it is wild. And then they take him away. And then we will get to this in more detail. But the way that they uh, follow up with one of your own being taken away uh, in an ambulance, no real explanation Mm -hmm. of what happened to him and whether he's okay. Uh, Now we are going to come to terms with your potential mortality. mortality. Right, right. Uh, You don't think they sabotaged, they poisoned Gus to set this up, do you? Oh, you think that this no, was think this so. was fixed? That's that. That'd please really get out of here up. with that conspiracy theory, people. <laughs> In the no special way. forces, you have to prepare for potentially swallowing a bee. Mm-hmm. Yes, to be part of the <laughs> lesson is, this plan. This is a test. Yeah, we set this up for you. But Jenny, so that there was such an interesting moment where, um, okay, you put the sand on your face, do the burpees, get wet, lay in the sand. Okay, and now you have to stay like that. For an hour. And then Remy says, Mm -hmm. so 
Do you think that's fair? And and Gus Which, I was like, Gus, don't fall for it. Gus, I know. Just say yes. It's a Steph. clear trap. It's a this you is a trap. Doubled that. This is a trap. <laughs> but Gus speaks his mind. Uh, he's done that in the past. He said, mm-hmm. you know what? Honestly, I think it's a bit much. But yeah, it's like. But it's late in the game. Okay, so I guess he's I guess like, I understand. He's like, it, but. I should know better. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't the first. You know, this isn't news. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to make it. He's like, make an example of me. I understand. And that was music to our Remy's ears. Yeah. And he he said, you know what? Because you understand. I'm going to drop it down to 30 minutes. Might have saved his life. <laughs> just have to sit this way. Might have saved Honestly. his life. <laughs> I mean. What, ha- what happens if he, if he had to, you know, sit out there for, thank God people were mm-hmm. around. Like, yeah. how yeah. long was he coughing and spitting up before know, everybody heard. Carly came outside? Um, and so, wow. Um, and then basically we saw like the, the whole medical procedure. Uh, they had to give him, uh, the shot of adrenaline and we got to see the whole thing with the medics. And so, boy, a harrowing ordeal here in yeah. episode eight. I did call this, I think, last week. I think yes. I did predict that it was Gus that you did. Um, you did. I thought it might be Mike yeah. Piazza. I thought there was a chance, but uh, look like. And the I person- also predicted Mike Piazza not making it through like a few episodes uh, mm-hmm. ago. So I'm done with my predictions at this point, Please. by the way. But uh, I'm not I'm not looking to curse anyone here. <laughs> I just like yeah. I have to I have to make some sort of assessments. But um, yeah, like Mike, Mike lasted the night. He slept and then was like immediately out of yeah. there. Jenny, before we talk about Mike Piazza, let's just uh, do we didn't know anything about Gus Kenworthy. Uh, but uh, eight Going episodes ago, yeah. eight hours ago, mm-hmm. we didn't know uh, Gus Kenworthy from a bee on the wall. Uh, but now mm-hmm. <laughs> here uh, he is. And I have to say, one of my favorite people from the show. Yeah, I'm a fan. He was really fun. Um, he was like he had edge to him. Like I could tell, you know, he was trying to have fun out there, which drove the like the DS insane, which was also entertaining. Like, you know, it was I love people that put out really fun, positive energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, be, being around someone like that is such a morale booster. Um, so I have to imagine that like his fellow comrades really enjoyed him. And like I would love to I think he has like, you know, competitive uh like he's got such a competitive spirit that like I would love to see him in another type of competitive environment. That Challenge USA? Ne- Traders? Sure. Where do you want him? All of them. I think that he would be great on Traders. I think, put him in the Celebrity Big Brother house if we ever do that again. Okay. I think that he would be giving good DRs. He knows I the think mooch. that he would love to scheme with people. Um I just like I just want more fun people that are going to like, you know, fully embrace what they're doing and try to make it fun for themselves and everyone around them. Mm -hmm. He was not a stick in the mud. He was doing the worst shit ever and was still finding a way to laugh and to make jokes. And, uh, you know, even so he killed the the um, task with the helicopters, which we'll get into. But like and like. Uh, I think it was uh, Foxy was like, oh, I thought you were going to, you know, jump out of the helicopter and do a backflip. He's like, oh, I no, I don't do that anymore. So he, he had a growth to. narrative. He's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. He is. Yeah. No, I literally knew nothing about this man. I don't know much about Olympic, like Olympians at all. Uh, but I, I'm a big fan of Gus and it really was sad to see him, uh, you know, be metal medically, medically withdrawn or yeah. anyway, I don't know what <laughs> yeah, VW, the term is yeah, yeah. Medically v- withdrawn. Yeah. yeah. MW or IVW. I, oh I my guess. God. Um, but I would love to see him if we're going to be bringing back uh, people for, you know, some of these other shows. Um, listen, you know, we had Ryan Lochte uh, in in the Celebrity Big Brother house and then and and the Traders. Yeah. So I let's keep it going for Gus Kenworthy. Yes. I think that he deserves at least one other show that isn't quite as punishing as this one and release the 80 for brady kiss footage you cowards yes yes get on it hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's talk about Mike Piazza, who, um, as you mentioned, has also uh, retired, a.k.a. VW from uh, the uh, competition. He uh, had a rough episode last one. You know, I do think that they do try to keep like each episode is a day. So Mike Piazza, when he retires first thing in the morning and it happens at the start of the next episode, I think that that's been the the case, right? Every single episode is like basically like from sunup to sundown on a certain day. I think the the one exception was when they ended the episode um, where we had the cliffhanger the first of whether two Danny hours. was going to quit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, and that too. Yes, there was the one episode where like we had a bit of continuation then um, of the previous night because we had to figure out if Danny actually left or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but in most cases, we're starting each episode as like the next day. There's ten days. I think we'll end up with ten episodes. So that seems to be the format here. All right. So Mike Piazza wakes up during the night. He's not doing well. He got hit in the face in the last uh, episode. Was that from so was that from the, the I think, punching or from when he fell on his face? I honestly think. Oh, that's a good point. Um, because the punching did the punching happen first or did he get gas? I feel like first? he got like punched in the stomach really hard by Gus. He got yeah. He got like a kidney shot, which mm-hmm. looked really painful. Because he fell in the um 
in the the gas. He went down like a wet pile of you know what in the rain. Yes, he did. Um, Common saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So I'm thinking like, did he fall and hit his face on like the like the metal floor of the shipping container and that that was how he banged up his face but you're right they literally fist fought Mm -hmm. (laughs) so he might have just gotten like rocked in the face by danny okay um hard to say oh wait Uh, no danny it was gus that he fought uh mike piazza you know he could have he could have played for another couple of years but he didn't want to hang on and be 60 to 70 percent of what he was i don't know i think you can go back and check mike piazza's uh stats uh with like the san diego padres you can maybe argue mike piazza uh Maybe did stick around too long. <laughs> well, that's why that's why he he talks so much about you know like not wanting to be the the guy at the disco and the lights turn on because you can tell that he feels like that maybe that happened uh, mm-hmm. with baseball or is he's just like. He doesn't want to be the the one hanging on. Yeah, um, uh, Mike Piazza. He's maybe like a little bit in denial about it, but like deep down, he knows that's like something that he could do. He retired in two thousand seven. Uh, he played eighty three games uh, with the Oakland A's in uh, two thousand seven, and looking at uh, why did he leave the Mets? Uh, his, uh, last year with the Mets was 2005. Uh, and then he did one year with the Padres and then, uh, one year as a DH, uh, with the Oakland A's. I mean, he left the Mets and his heart just wasn't in it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's probably it, right? Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, um, (laughs) let me see, uh, like, uh, his, so I'm on baseball reference. Uh, I'm not Chester here. It's very hard to, uh, figure out, <laughs> figure out like they have all these advanced stats. I'm just looking for like the basic stuff. Uh, but anyway, I probably wasn't pretty if I had to guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's eight, too bad. I mean, yeah, he clearly has, has done this because 44 he RBIs. probably wants to keep going, right? Like that. This is definitely he doesn't want to leave his yeah. team behind. Uh, but he hit 275. Uh, you know, it's uh, not nothing. Oh, yeah. A, yeah. So all right, good, good for my nothing Piazza. to sneeze at. Yeah. Um, but I really truly loved that he, he has, you know, baseball and sport terminology like so ingrained in him that like when he goes to Billy to tell him that he's going to leave, he says, sir, I would like to, re- I am going to retire. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Billy's like, you mean VW. Right. And Billy like, sort of gets him a pat on the back. You know, th- this show is not about yeah. like big, long, emotional goodbyes. No, like this is probably the nicest thing you're ever going to get out of Billy. Like Billy, Billy basically validates Mike's decision by saying mm-hmm. you were running on reserve and you still smashed it. And mm-hmm. he says, I believe this is the end of the road for you. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, he's like, you might die if you continue today. All right. So, so a farewell, uh, no curtain call for Mike Piazza who has left no. the show. A um, little bit of a uh, look back at Mike Piazza on the show. This was hard for me, Jenny. I talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. I took no pleasure yeah. in this. Uh, Mike Piazza, one of of my, you know, uh, I would say childhood, but like uh, uh, icons of I, no, yeah. not even of your I younger. Think I was, I, yeah, I, I guess not. I think I was probably I, I was young. 20 when Mike Piazza got traded to uh, the Mets. 
Um, early days. My early, my uh, yeah, <laughs> of a of a happier time for sure. Uh, that I was, you know, uh, like this was like the biggest superstar that ever uh, like uh, found their way onto one of my teams. Uh, I will forever appreciate my Piazza, but I'll prefer to forget about this. Yeah, this, uh, well, (laughs) I mean, as we heard last week, I think it was maybe Remy who said like, oh, like your kids didn't get to see you play pro ball, but they'll get to see you do this. Whereas like you were... You are saying, just show them the old baseball games. Like show show them the greatest hits. We don't need to show mm-hmm. uh, Mike Piazza getting like beaten down uh, methodically over the course of seven and a bit episodes mm-hmm. of, a, yeah. of a TV show. Right. Okay. Um, so <laughs> let's go back to all right. Then, then so after Mike Piazza left, then there were five. Hannah is the duty mm-hmm. recruit. Um, you know, uh, Billy calls her out and asks how they're doing. And she's like, oh, we're we're on the reserve tank, sir. And he's like, reserve tank, you've slept more than a dead man. <laughs> Which is just simply impossible. I mean, unless the dead man has only been dead for like a few minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Also, how much how does he know how much they're sleeping? They could be in there and completely wide awake. Does he, is he watching them? But Jenny, I is feel like that fanciful? they were having a moment. I feel like that was a little bit of like, uh, she's like, yeah, you're right. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> I think the thing is, is that like Hannah is a Classic very good Billy. sport. Yeah. And I think that like they clearly know that. They know now that they can kind of, um, you know, they can kind of razz her and she she takes it pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, But she also has this like innocence about her where she kind of just like nervously laughs when, um, so I think that they like, especially like effing with her. Um, So I don't know. Hannah has been really fun. Like she's, she's got such a good attitude. So, Um, so she Um, goes in and tries to like boost the morale. Um, And Dwight Howard asks a question. He wants to know, (laughs) would you rather go to jail for 10 days or do this again? Jenny, let me ask you a, a similar <laughs> question. Would you rather go to jail for 10 days or do another season of Special Forces World Toughest Test? Now, are you asking whether I'd rather go to jail or podcast about this show, like a second season of Let's this show? Let's take the podcast or- aside because we have fun when we get okay. together. Okay. You're just going to watch <laughs> you're, you're it as a fan. Yeah. No, just watch oh, it. Oh, just watch it. <laughs> Watch so you're it. taking, so you're making me watch it, but you're taking the joy of podcasting with you. Yeah, but it's not like one of like the really bad jails where you have to fight people and stuff. Because like I was that. gonna say, I need to know some more details, like you know, what kind of jail is it? Um, you know, what are they telling inmates that I've done? Do they yeah. tell, like, you know what I mean? Like, am I gonna get beat up? No, I don't think um, so. Ten days is not long enough, I think, to like really, you know. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not looking to go to jail for 10 days, but yeah. I think I could probably handle Personally, it. Personally, I think I would do great in like a minimum security jail. Like not the one where you get beat up and like stuff no. like those gangs and stuff like that. But if it's just like, just like, okay, do what you're told, stay in your cell, go, you have this yeah. time in the yard. 
I, that's I love I love a good structured day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, um, I don't have to answer you, email. Fine. And you don't mind like bland food. So I feel like, yeah, you know, like you could survive. You're not that fixated on, on what your meals look like. I, I would mm-hmm. hope that it would look better than the bean and bee salad <laughs> that they were served. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to I have to believe prison food is better than that. Right. Mm hmm. Um, depends. I was watching a show on Netflix and they were like in the kitchen in jail. And I just saw them like, uh, like a guy was like working like a big, like mixer full of like mashed potatoes. So like, uh, yeah, I wonder what goes on over there. I love mashed potatoes. <laughs> I don't know if they were real. Like, is uh, there gravy? Yeah. yeah, is there gravy? Uh, so if many questions. Gravy, I'm in. I'm, yeah. I'm in if they're serving me mashed potatoes. What about the, instead of special forces, what if we took 16 celebrities and put them in jail? <laughs> Would you watch that? Is that not already a show? I feel like that they had to have done this. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that if okay, well, here's the thing. I you mean, can't you're thinking of Big Brother, again. Jenny. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> Sorry, I mixed those two up. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Um <laughs> Yeah, I I think that um you can't do this show again because who the hell is going to sign up to do this? Uh especially now that you know like the different stages of like how things escalate like yeah if you agree to go into this you're like well i'm definitely quitting before the chemical warfare right like, but just get, get these the same guys it's like billy is like the warden and like remy yes. is like one of the guards like you gotta pay yeah. the man now you that's pay it the man you're if going you want in the hole. yard time yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i would watch that. I think so. I would watch that to podcast with you. Yes. That's about it though. Um, but I think that that's, if you, if you wanted to take like these people and this concept and do it again with other people, you can't do it exactly like this. You yeah, just that's can't. That's the next season. If we do another yeah. season. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right. This is our big challenge for the day, Jenny. Uh, the helicopter extraction. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, this is clearly Foxy's thing. He's like, they always have like one of them kind of like leading the challenge. And we did not see Foxy like at all last week. I'm pretty sure Foxy's back. Um, he tells us about the the type of helicopter. Do you say it's a Black Hawk? I think That's so. A helicopter, Black Hawk. right? Yeah, like it Black sounds Hawk like he's saying down. Black Hog, which no, I Black, think like Black is a Hawk terrible down, name like for the movie. Yeah, the right, Josh Hartnett. Exactly. Uh, I, I think that's actually like one of the few movies, um, I've seen like, uh, this mm-hmm. was in the era, was that like 2004, 2003, yeah. maybe this is back when I would go to movies cause I was in high school and like, yeah. I would go to the movies with people. I'm pretty sure I will never watch a war movie now ever in my life. I, am, my I hate the sound of guns. Right. Um, and just any sort of like, uh, violence. Um, but I did watch this. I remember that. You know, I used to own the Josh website, uh, joshhart.net. <laughs> did you sell that <laughs> i think i just let it lapse i thought maybe somebody would like want to buy it from me but are you holding on to any of these old <laughs> websites no no, no. yeah <laughs> sometimes Josh i'm like Hart. oh i think like uh, i used to think like oh if you get a good domain name then people uh will then uh want to buy it from you i knew this about you yeah hmm yeah you, you an entrepreneur from the start <laughs> yes yes um <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, you know, we had some other decent ones along the way, but uh, ultimately didn't. Uh, nothing came to be. Uh, all right. <laughs> I digress. So, all right. Helicopter extraction. Uh, DS Remy will perform how to do this. Do you ever wonder if the other guys could do it? 
Yeah, because like, do you think that he's just like the youngest and most fit? Yes, definitely. So they like have him, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they the, never like, hey, the, Foxy, you want to take this one? Like, no, 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 no. Uh, DS Remy's got it. No, Foxy has one job, and it is close talking uh, to the camera and confessionals, and and talking about mental toughness. Yeah, no, and Remy, like, <laughs> they just love like this is the like the wildest, most uh, physically fit man you'll probably encounter in your entire life. Uh, so, so just follow what he does. He does here. Like you can clearly replicate this guy, like making quick work of the, of the rope up to the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Like, and I will say even like, it looked hard to me when Remy was doing. Yes. It. So I was like, and I know how badass this guy is. So I'm like, this is not going to be good. <laughs> This is not going to be good. Jenny, I feel like that staff also has like a very specific batting order uh, that they always go with. Like um, Danny Amendola never leads off. Right. Yeah. It's always like, all right, up first, the mooch. Yeah, they they seem to get people that they think are going to struggle to go first, which I think is twisted. Um, and I, you know, this is something I've been taking issue with uh, for several episodes of this show, where um, in some of these tasks, you do get an advantage by watching other people go first. And also in this particular task, between um, people... I feel like um, I can't remember if it was. Yeah. Remy would like pop in and like give them um, tips or something. He'd be like, okay, so, you so, you know, like you gotta, you gotta get up there fast because uh, you're going to use all your energy. Like I felt like he was giving new tips to people after each person went. So it's like you're literally getting an advantage by just watching what people do, how, like what mistakes they make. And like learning how you should do it better and also literally getting tips from people. So it's like you're you're sending poor Hannah Brown out first mm-hmm. to do this when she has seen Remy do it. That's mm-hmm. it. And she hasn't gotten all of the extra information from people to be like, OK, well, don't do this. Do this when you get here. Like it seems unfair. <laughs> like let the right. person that is probably going to crush it go first. Yeah. But that's not how we're going to do things. So Hannah Brown that's goes, <laughs> okay. And she has to, you know, uh, if you didn't watch the episode, they basically, you had to jump out of a moving boat onto, towards a buoy as a mm-hmm. Black Hawk helicopter uh, flies towards you. And the Black Hawk, Black Hawk helicopter will drop down a rope uh, like you would climb in gym class. And you must climb the, the wet knots. rope into yeah. the uh, Black Hawk helicopter so that you could be extracted. Um, and so... And- you like they did they have gear on? I, they didn't have like a full backpack, but they, it looked like they, they took were their like backpack heavy. Off, I think. Yeah, um, they were like, in, they weren't in bathing suits like they were in their normal like. No, uh, like they army were clothes. like in full gear, yeah. um, maybe without the the Bergen. But um, they they the other thing was like the helicopter as it approaches is like whipping the water yeah. around at the it's bottom. Like it's hovering, so it's like, yeah. Yeah, so it's not just like oh, there's just a stationary yeah, helicopter. Yeah, do it in a wind tunnel, also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Hannah Brown, she gets from the buoy to the rope. 
Uh, my favorite part of all of this was that Billy is just up in the helicopter, just like screaming his head off. Like the whole time. Like, come on! Come on! Go, do go. it! Climb the rope now! Now! Do it! Come on! Come on! <laughs> yeah. This this man has, you know, the strongest vocal cords of them all. He might it. not have like the physical fitness that Remy has at this point, but like he is the best yeller they've got best, on the team. Best one, like. <laughs> far and away. Hannah Brown, it, it is not happening. No. Not I mean, the 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 rope is wet. They are soaking wet. And then there's like the pressure of the helicopters, like and you're also exhausted from the swimming. Yeah. It's it, it's yeah. not and you're also exhausted from the chemical warfare and <laughs> right, the, that happened um, yesterday. Yeah, like mm -hmm. all of the and, other and things no that you've been doing. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then um Carly Lloyd is up next. She does a little bit better. She gets up a little further, but and then they let her Fail! go again. So she got a fail. Or they, they said that she fa failed. She fell in and then they're like, oh, let's let her try again. And then she gets up a second time, makes it a little bit further and ultimately falls falls in again. Like, how are they deciding, like, who could try again after falling? Because I, I feel think like if you were up for it, you could try again. I think if they, they would could give you a tell that shot. you were trying to get back up. Yeah. Yeah. If you weren't just given, they don't want to see you just like Carly's not a quitter. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that fail. And then as you go, like swim back to shore, Remy's like swim faster. Yeah. What's yeah. your problem? Rem Remy wants you to be doing everything with a quickness, you know, like faster. he's like run, swim faster. Like you are never going fast enough for this man. No guaranteed. Okay. Um, Danny Amendola. Um, he's feeling like, uh, my shoulders a little effed up from fighting Dwight Howard. I don't know. No problem. Yeah, I, like he he basically says that like he can shut down like pain, like his pain tolerance just yeah. becomes like not an issue if he's like in the zone. Um, and, and clearly that's what he had to to do. But he he mentions. And again, this is where like you get information from like the person that go, it's not like they didn't get to watch and like talk to people after they did it. He basically comes back and says like, use your lower body to help you because mm -hmm. like if you if i was relying solely on my upper body i wouldn't have been able to do it like use your feet to like yeah. launch yourself up billy compliments uh, danny amendola i feel like that that danny <laughs> amendola is clearly billy's favorite he gets in the oh yeah billy's like good man you did it yes billy he, was so pumped he, up yeah, he let out a few expletives. We got some bleeps. So I think he said effing good man, I believe is what he said. He did it. And good effort, effing good effort. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how you know Billy is really uh, chuffed to bits, you know? Like For he's, sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that like Billy and Danny have had like a very, uh, you know, interesting arc where like, you know, they were in each other's faces. Um, and I think that this is the thing is like Billy picks on Danny the most because he loves him the most. Mm -hmm. It's like, he's his son, you know, mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of the relationship that they've grown here. Mm -hmm. um, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> Very nice story. Um, yeah. So then uh, we get to uh, Dwight Howard and Dwight Howard. Uh, he's nervous to be in the ocean, but I feel like that this is the first that we've heard about this. Cause I feel like they've been in the ocean a couple of times before. And I don't feel like that we've seen uh, yeah. Dwight Howard mention this. I think, well, 
I think more of the ocean stuff was like earlier on in the um, in the season. And I think that they had so many, other, many people other people that were like, you know, like crapping their pants mm-hmm. that they could, that they didn't need to focus on Dwight's fear of the ocean because they were focusing on all of the other people that were eventually going to quit. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, he said that like when he when he found out that he was going to do this, um, that was his like first thought was mm-hmm. was having to be in the ocean, which I don't even think that I, that's what I would think about. Like I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't think, well, I'm going to be in the ocean. It's not being a Navy SEAL, but um, yeah. what are you going to do? So, all right. So yeah. Dwight Howard, that uh, apparently he let go of the rope too early. So we had to do a lot of swimming from the buoy to the rope. Uh, and he goes to the rope. Uh, and, and, you know, for Dwight Howard, like, I think a big part of this is, you know, Dwight Howard is like six foot ten. And then, like, the Danny Amendola and Gus, like, uh, they're strong guys. They're athletes. But they're, I, I don't think that they're, neither of those guys, I don't think, is six feet. Yeah, I, th- I want to say that they're, like, um, close to six feet, but maybe um, not quite there. Yeah, Danny Amendola's 5'11". Uh, so, okay. you know, but this, so these guys are, like, sort of, like, more, like, compact and yeah, you know center of gravity center low know. center lower center of gravity and but like uh, for Dwight Howard to climb the rope uh you know this was like a, a very uh no pun intended at all order <laughs> see and i always loved like dissecting where the height difference um can be you know a hindrance or perhaps a benefit and i and i i thought like Okay, well, if he has like longer limbs, like can he reach a higher rope, um, like quicker mm-hmm. um, than somebody? Like because we heard from Hannah that like the first rope was like the first knot was already too tall for her or something like that. that was why she couldn't really get herself up. Mm-hmm. But like for Dwight, do you think like because he's tall, like he can reach up and get like more leverage first? And and do you think that? I just think he's also. Or do you like, think that the fact that there's just so much more of him that like pulling himself up vertically is like yeah, impossible. it's it's harder. Uh, he needs more calories. He's probably like like closer to three hundred pounds. Uh, right. Gus Kenworthy, they, he's five ten also. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean that is like a significant difference. Um, and I think that you're right that probably being like a more compact, um, especially if you have like mm-hmm. a lot of like upper body strength with which I think I mean, that. Yeah. I mean, Dwight Howard do. probably outweighs both those guys by almost 100 pounds. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, maybe Dwight like is more of like a cardio guy than like a strength guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, that the cardio can only help you so much i think in this situation like how you would need to i would die i would not be able to do this mm-hmm. i would not be able to do this um with a dry rope laying on on a floor uh with no helicopter like there's yeah. no effing way well it, it went bad for dwight uh because they had to yeah. send the divers in yeah so he went under so he fell he, um it looked like he might make it up um, for a second, because I think he got like... And then it looked like he might not make it up out of the water. And, yes. So he literally, he goes into the water and then all of a sudden Billy, and it's nice to see Billy yell at somebody else for once, um, because Billy starts yelling um, like he's, what did he, he was saying something like he's he's in trouble. He's or something like that. I don't know. He was yelling that like Dwight was in trouble and he's like, get into the water. Mm-hmm. To the safety to the, team. Um, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. he, he yells at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and so Dwight Howard ends up coming up. Uh, luckily, Dwight Howard is OK, but he's going to be he's on fine. the radar of staff after this. Yes, because, uh, you know, again, when he's trying to return to the rest of the group after potentially almost drowning, I mean, he was underwater, you know, for long enough that they sent the safety team in, uh, maybe got some water in the lungs, maybe really gassed. Uh, Remy is still not pleased with the fact that right. he's not running back fast enough. It's <laughs> not like, running. This man almost drowned. Did he? Are you alive? You should be running. Yeah, I get that is Pay the man. that's probably a t-shirt of Remy's. It's like mm-hmm. if you're alive, you better be running. Got it. Like <laughs> that's I'm gonna get one. Put it on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jenny, we had one last person to go, and that was Gus. Um, we don't really spend a lot of time with Gus other than uh, he nails it. Uh, he, he did. I think he even did better than Danny. Like he, he mm-hmm. was up there real quick. Yep. Uh, he got up there real quick. Didn't do a stupid backflip out of the helicopter. <laughs> nailed it. Out of the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> so this was a great final act on the show for, for Gus. Yes. Uh, that's why I was saying it was especially hard to see him go because we, you know, he did a great job in this task. And then when he has to pay the man, he mm-hmm. shows uh, growth and understanding that like sometimes things aren't fair, but maybe he should know better, make an example of him. And then he just chokes and almost dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Terrible. All right. Well, we talked about everything uh, that was going on uh, with, with with Gus. I, I guess um, that there was one other thing that happened between uh, that point and, and uh, what we're talking about now. Uh, staff was not happy with Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard gets home, yeah. lays in the bed for a second, like, get him in here. Get Dwight Howard in here right now. OK, yeah. Uh, Dwight He's Howard, come on, in. come on in. <laughs> Remy and Billy, they feel like he's regressed seems like you're not all there you're not all in are you committed to the process do you have any issues with commitment (laughs) and Dwight's like I mean you know I've maybe been within relationships like girlfriends and stuff Mm -hmm. I've been criticized about not what they were there to talk about they were not looking for that answer (laughs) yes I mean uh just uh according to Wikipedia uh on Unrelated to nothing. Uh, Dwight Howard has five children by five women. So, I mean, he's clearly committed to his children mm-hmm. um, as, as we have seen. But yes. yeah, you know, he's he has had uh, commitment issues in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's he's very honest about that. He says yes. with women, I have been not so committed. Yeah. 
Well, no lies detected, but they don't want to talk about women, Rob. We're not here to talk, talk about, about this. Isn't guy talk? No, we're talking about daddy yes. now. Uh, but you know, while I'm here on the Dwight Howard personal life on Wikipedia, um, okay. so uh, Dwight Howard won a defamation judgment against Royce Reed, mother of his oldest child. Uh, I guess she was on Basketball Wives and disparaged him on Twitter. Uh, oh. And um, in addition to that. Um, that Dwight Howard keeps approximately 20 snakes as pets and appeared twice in Animal Planet's reality TV series, Tanked. What? Yes, I guess that's a snake show? I, w- I would assume Tanked was so, an American reality television series that aired on Animal Planet. The series followed the Las Vegas-based aquarium manufacturer, acrylic tank manufacturing. Uh, also, he owns a farm in North Georgia where he relaxes with cows, hogs, turkeys, and deer. I like that. <laughs> Those four specific animals, though, like these are mm-hmm. these are his animals of choice that he likes to relax with. Yes. Mm-hmm. What were those deer? Uh, uh, cows, hogs, turkeys, and cows, deer. hogs, turkeys, and the big deer. four. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the the first three are very common to be like on a farm. Mm-hmm. The deer part is like a little random. I mm. think. He also, I don't know if I would see those like in the farm with the hogs. Yes, uh, he also um, competed in season six of The Masked Singer as Octopus. Oh, not one of the big four. How did four. he do? Did we? Yeah. Do week four. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, season six of The Masked Singer. Uh, spoilers for Masked Singer. Season four. <laughs> um, oh, that well, that was the season. Todrick Hall was the runner-up. Oh boy. Ultimately, he lost to Jewel, the winner. I mean, that seems a little unfair. Um, and then <laughs> also notables in that season were uh, Catherine McPhee. Honey okay. Boo Boo, Rob <laughs> Schneider, uh, and unfortunately, where's Honey Boo Boo on this? Like, why? <laughs> unfortunate, Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Dwight Howard, the octopus, was the first one out. Oh no! Yeah, sad. Wow. So he's no stranger to to the reality television and I the guess. Fox Network. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. yeah he's only foxing around I mm-hmm. guess. with Foxy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, we talk about the relationship with his dad. Yeah. Remy goes, he's like, I'm going to get real here. Tell me about your relationship with your dad. It's like, okay. Who told this man he's a therapist? What mm-hmm. are we doing here? And honestly, if he wants a job, he should go to MILF Manor and discuss, uh, the relationship. What? Tell me about the relationship with your mom. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Yes. That, Remy they needs to interview that. some of these people if he really wants to get into like weird parental relationships and the damage yeah, causes. For sure. Okay. All right. So, um, are, are Dwight Howard's parents judging him now? Um, I think that they are probably looking at this and being like, well done. I don't yeah. know. But they're maybe not happy that he said on TV that he doesn't trust them and Mm -hmm. that he feels judged by them. Maybe they didn't love that too much. Well, he grew up in a very Christian background. Yeah. So what are you going to do? He's around a lot of women. They didn't like that. They didn't like that. Uh, Maybe they didn't love the mass singer also. 
<laughs> that must have been it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So they didn't like all the snakes. Of course, if you are, you know, if you're Christian background, I mean, uh, mm. like, uh, who's like the, 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 you know, the number one um, antagonist in the Bible? Uh, yeah. A snake. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's symbolism there. Mm-hmm. So. They, they probably didn't approve of that choice either. They're like, you're around all these women and all these snakes. Yep. Temptation all the around. Two worst things in the Bible. <laughs> that's, that's right. Okay. So uh, ultimately they say, uh, we know there's more in you. Okay. So um, that's, that's what's going on with, uh, with Dwight Howard. All right. Head that's up. A good Get in the talk game. For him. He seems, he seems like he, he said, he said he needed that. Yeah. So, all right. So we end up with um, then after Gus is medically withdrawn, um, now it's time for story time. It's death letter time. Yeah. So they really, they gather gather everybody around. around, um, And I I don't know if they had something else planned uh, that day. Because I feel like every other episode. They usually do like another physical thing. Usually it's two things. Uh, And I wonder if they had like a a different activity plan. I'm like, let's just do the death letter thing. Uh, All right. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Because they're like, okay, they had a really scary thing happen with like one of their, one of their guys like went down and he got taken away in an ambulance. Now's the time to like. You know, psychologically and emotionally uh, really get at them and have them think about what if they were to die? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, let's let's address that. So, yeah, write your death letter. okay? because um, now um, I I, I don't want to make light of this because I I really don't know. Like, do you do this before every mission? Do you have to write this? You write this letter? I'm guessing and I get I know nothing um, yeah. as usual, but I I would my guess is that it's not something that is asked of you. And it maybe just becomes like a thing that people do mm-hmm. because they don't they don't know for sure. And they feel like they want to have something mm-hmm. um, if something were to go wrong, I mm-hmm. guess. But, yeah. So but it's I don't necessarily know that they're like, OK, everyone get together and write your death letters as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might just be like a culture thing that yeah. people do. All right. So everybody get together, write your letters. They call out Dwight Howard. They said, hey, what's going on? He's like, hey, I'm only up to my fourth kid. Yeah, I got writing separate letters for each one. I got to write all the different letters. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let them rip. Uh, and so everybody, and everybody gets really into it. Yeah. You know, um, and you know, everyone's crying, crying while they're listening to other people's letters. Mm-hmm. Um, they all seemed like they, I don't know. They seemed hesitant to like share their letters with each other. I like, they acted like this was like, the biggest challenge of all is being emotionally vulnerable in front of other people. Like that, that's what this like message seemed to be here because it's like every single one of these episodes, it's like you have two challenges. You have like the first one that's like, Oh, this seems Mm -hmm. really challenging and bad. And then you have the second thing, which is even worse. Right. And so I feel like this is, they're trying to say like, Oh, you thought trying to climb a rope into a helicopter was hard. Try being vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. like, that is the true <laughs> ultimate like challenge of life. Yeah. What's interesting about this is I feel like they've never done this before, like on Survivor. Of course, f- famously, people on Survivor, they get letters from home, they get visits from home, um, but they've never had to actually like write 
uh, like write a letter to the people at home that mean the most to you. The closest we ever got to this was in Survivor 38, uh, The Edge of Extinction, when the survivors uh, famously wrote letters to themselves. Um, right. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, this was a big part of Chris Underwood's uh, growth story of that he read the, the letter he wrote to himself. Yeah, I think that they should have written letters to themselves here, too, because mm -hmm. I think that if, if you know, if they want to give them the final push to keep them going, um, you know, giving keep yourself going. a pep talk. Yeah, I think that this would mess you up because you're like, oh, my God. OK, um, this has been so hard. Uh, it apparently is only getting t like tougher and I am depleted. My, my friend who was like. The mo one of the most tough people out here just got medically like evacuated and almost yeah. died like 10 feet away. <sighs> yeah. Uh, let's 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 think about maybe we die. Let's write a letter about it. Like, this is not going to make me want to keep going. I'm going to be like, yes, this is, I'm out. <laughs> it's almost like a different like exercise that I, cause I feel like that in, in real life. Okay. These are the real special forces people. They're going into a mission. They may not, they may not come out on the other side. Like this is, right. uh, you know, a great, uh, exercise that they could let the people back home know how their loved ones felt about them going into this battle. Um, for this, this is almost like that, like, um, like realize how much you love the people back at home. Like these people, like uh, knock on wood are all going to come out on the other side of this. It's almost like that they need to like, this is about teaching them to appreciate what they have at home. Yeah, I feel like that there's definitely like an underlying emotional message with all of like the therapy sessions uh, in, in that random interrogation room. It's like they're not really saying it, but like, the you know, they're they're insinuating that like this whole process is going to make you a better person and appreciate what you have mm -hmm. and like in life and at home a lot more, even though yeah. they're not really like blatantly saying it like I think that that's the message everyone is taking away from it and they're like you're, you're probably writing this letter and being like god I'm so glad that this is not like a real thing that I'm having to do which is like so dark it's like you're you're like write, writing fake letters uh in case I die and thinking like people have done this and then died like it's so mm -hmm. dark um so I understand why that is like a thing where they're like, okay, now we're really going to mess with them because like that would mess me up. I would not be like feeling bad for myself in that moment. I'd be like, oh my God, how many people have like, you know, just kind of like feeling more connected to people who have actually done this and served, you know, their country and not come home and like what they had to write to their family. Like that'd be the part that would mess me up the most. Um, not even thinking about my, my own family. So like, well, I feel like that part is like really messed up where they're just like, yeah, this could be you. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Well, Jenny, this whole process has made me appreciate what we get to do here together. Oh my gosh. Week yes. after week. Uh, there is only two hours left of Special Forces World's Toughest Somehow. Test. I think, I think only two hours. Two more nights. They did not say anything. I think that it can't be more than two, unless they do like a longer finale, but mm -hmm. like they're going to have like two people left at that point. Or, or, if or anybody else think, leaves, could you imagine? You think that the the, the final four, they're, they're lasting... They, they got two more to go, right? Mm -hmm. Next week looks terrifying. Yeah. Like, they've lost. Like, I'm going to have a hard time watching next week. What did you make out from uh, what you could see? 
Okay. Well, one thing is this is your introduction to not being able to breathe, which I thought they kind of already had an introduction into not being able to breathe when they gasped them. Mm-hmm. That might have been an introduction and in not being able to breathe, but apparently that wasn't. I I, I don't know. Um, we do get someone is going to get called a Muppet. We, I don't think anyone was called a Muppet this week. So thank God that's going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like the, the camp is going to be evacuated. Um, and then it basically looks like, like simulated war. It looks like it looks like there are like fire strikes and and shooting and that like my blood pressure is already like shooting through the roof and um i i am going to need a stiff drink while i watch this next week oh my god Uh, okay because i I don't i don't there's a reason why i don't watch things with guns and violence i did not sign up for this i did not know that this would be part of the deal Mm mm-hmm Okay. So I hope everyone, and I see Dwight falls at some point. That's all I got from the preview for next week. All right. Well, Jenny, um, we're closer to the end of this journey than we were, uh, you know, at the beginning. Uh, this that was, I, I thought this was one of the most fun recaps that we've done. You know, I, I don't disagree. I have a good time. Like, that's the thing is like, it's twisted. This show is twisted. Um, watching it is sometimes my world's toughest test, mm-hmm. but podcasting about it with you is like the best. It's, it's something I look forward to every week and I always have fun and somehow we make something out of it. Um, and I think we learn more about each other mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm just grateful. Like you said, this, I'm making me very, very grateful for the life I have. Yeah. Yes. Right. And I appreciate you, Rob. And I appreciate anyone who listens to this podcast, whether you're watching so much. the Thank show you. or not. Yes. Like the fact that anyone is listening to us do this is beyond me. And I'm so grateful uh, to everyone who supports us and has like listened to all of our podcasts that we've done because it's not all, it's not always sunshine and daisies, you know, no sometimes way. you're writing death letters. Yeah. All right, Jenny, what's coming up for you? Uh, just, uh, you know, seeing this through because you and I are, are, uh, not quitters, at least not this time. Um, and, uh, you know, some, some other little things coming up maybe in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will, uh, follow me on Twitter at Jenny Autumn and I will shout out what's going on with me. Okay. Um, but other than that, looking forward to Survivor coming up. It's like what, two weeks away now. Um, mm-hmm. Big Brother Canada around the corner. So that, there'll be lots more going on than just world's toughest test. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking forward to that as well. But okay. this has been a joy every week. Um, we are going to have a lot more Survivor 44 previews to come. I have Issa Look coming up with Bryce Isaiah Ooh. on Thursday. Talked about Tough as Nails as well, uh, which is also coming to an end uh, coming up next week on Wednesday night. So be on the lookout for that. Plus everything else we have going on over on RobIsWebsite.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.